Well, welcome friends to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Hello, VP listeners. It is Monday, November 7. I'm Kim Hauer, and I am joined this week with my friend uh, for quite some time, I would say, at Victory Point, uh, Jill Lehman. Um, did I say that right? Yes, you did. I feel like I've gone a long time with not knowing whether or not I say it right. So Perfect. Lehman is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I did it. Um, so welcome, Jill. I'm so, so excited. Um, that you said yes to me and that you are doing this with me. You've done it before. Yes. Maybe even twice. Yeah. I think this is my third time. So you're a podcast rock star. No. (laughs) All right. Well, I think you are a rock star in life. So you'll, um, I'm sure our listeners will hear more about you this week and why I think you're such a rock star. But um, let's get to know a little bit about you. So share with me, like what... What makes Jill, Jill, and super special? Um, hmm. I'm not real sure. <laughs> just, just that I love the Lord and and um, have a great family and and I'm just super blessed. That's kind of how it goes. You are blessed um, for sure, um, but not always in the way that most people would think of blessings. But uh, one of your, not one, but several blessings are. Um, how many kids do you have? I have three. You have three kids, yeah. two boys and a girl, right? Yep. Um, people around VP might know you and know that um, your daughter for sure, because she's been around here for a long time as well. Yes. Um, Joy <laughs> yes. Rivera, um, who's married to Ruben. And then they have four, four, four. grandkids now. But grandkids to you, they're their kids. Um, but what about the other the two other boys. I can't remember the names. Yep. My oldest, Stephen, he, he lives with me. And um, my youngest is Keegan, and he, he has three little, three little kids. And, so, and they all live right close by me. So I'm, I'm super blessed. My support's right there. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, and Keegan's wife is Alicia. Yes. Um, and she's been helping out in Kid Zone, too, yeah. here and there. They've, mm-hmm. they've kind of been... Yeah, hit or miss, but um, definitely been around uh, yes. for quite some time, too. So um, hopefully that gives people an idea of who you are around Victory Point. Um, I know the answer to this, but I'm going to ask anyway, because not everybody maybe knows. Do you work? No. You do not work. You used to work. Yes. What did you do before you were not working? I was a surgical technologist at Holland Hospital. Spent 15 years there. Miss it every day. <laughs> yeah, I know you wish that you could be working, mm-hmm. and I'm sure we'll hear maybe a little bit more why you're not, um, but you do have a health issue, I guess you yeah. would call it, mm-hmm. right? Um, what exactly is it called, just to it's, go it's, all medical nerdy? <laughs> it's called gastroparesis. It's where your stomach is paralyzed. It doesn't digest food normally, and so when you eat, it just sits in your stomach. <laughs> right. doesn't Does pass it do anything? through. No. Yeah. Um, and you've been living with that for nine years. Nine years. Yeah. Um, and I know, been praying for healing in that for sure. Yeah. Um, but open to the things that God uses you to do, even with that illness. 
Yeah. Um, and I know you're faithful in that. So, um, but I'm sure we'll hear more about that throughout the week. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll, he'll heal me either here or on the other side, but I'll be healed one day. <laughs> one day. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I would love to see you healed on this side of earth. And so oh. I think we'll st- keep storm in the heavens yes. with those prayers. Mm-hmm. Um, because you are truly, uh, you're, you've been a gift to me for so many reasons, but um, maybe not in the light of, like in in light of the healing, um, but in that your perseverance through this illness uh, and many other things. But um, you're a very powerful testimony to what that looks like in faith. And so maybe that's... Um, Unfortunately for you, that might be the reason why your healing hasn't come on the side. Um, is because people need to see an amazing example of true perseverance and faith um, when things really are hard. So yeah. thank you for that because um, I just love that of, about you and that you're a, a role model for me when things get hard that I can look to like, if Jill can live nine years with this wacky gastrointestinal thing, that doesn't allow her to work or eat like most people, um, I probably can do some of the slightly less hard things in life. So so thank you. Well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's your pain, I know. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I love you. I love you. Thank <laughs> you. So uh, this week, and a little bit different from what you've done before, um, we're kind of going through the big picture of the Bible and asking three questions on the podcast. Um, So we're going from Genesis to Revelation. And um, we find ourselves in the New Testament at this point. And um, actually, interestingly, this week, the first part of the week, we're focusing on the resurrection aspect of um, Jesus' death and then resurrection. So um, our scriptures this week are starting out in that um, area of the resurrection um, and so for today, we are tasked with John 20. Uh, it's a lot to read as a whole. We decided not to um, read that on air as a whole, but to answer the questions and then refer to the scriptures that, you know, where we got our answers from. So I'm going to start with the first question. Um, what did you find in John 20 that... Um, spoke to you about who God is. Um, Was there a verse that just jumped out at you as to just a truth about God, I guess, something along those lines? Um, I, there was like several things, but the one thing that really stood out to me was, you know, when, when Mary and the other women came to the tomb and, you know, they 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 realized that Jesus wasn't there, and the angels told them not to be afraid. It's just, you know, like when Mary was leaving and she was, you know, distraught or whatever, and this man she thought was a gardener, how he just said her name, Mary. Like, I just can't even, like, fathom that, that one day Jesus is going to look at me and say, Jill, and, and you're going to know who he is. By just saying your name, like, I can't even imagine what Mary felt, you know, when when he said her name or how I will feel on that day. That that just really grabbed me. Jesus so personal that he, he just, she recognized him because 
he said her name. Like that, you know, that's in like verse 16. Yeah, it says, yeah. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned toward him and cried out in Aramaic, Aramaic Rabbani, which means teacher. So yeah. she clearly saw Jesus for who he was at that point. Yeah. just Because he, he said her name. Just simply called her by her name. Right, because his voice had been speaking before, obviously. Yeah. Right? Because yeah. just before that yeah, one thing I caught is that he said, woman, why are you crying? Mm -hmm. So it's not like it was his voice. No. That drew her attention to him and opened up her eyes to who he was. Yeah. She it was him calling her name. Her name. Yeah. Like I read that and I was just like, oh. Yeah, what a day that's going to be like, right? When yeah. we get to heaven and we see Jesus and he's going to be like, Kim. Kim. You know, or yeah. Jill. Um, I think my response would probably be the same as hers and just like grab onto him yes. and hold him tight, you know? Like, yeah. um, so yeah, and he was compassionate towards her, I think is what I, I noticed. Yeah. Um, you know, asking, why are you weeping? Yeah. Um, you know, so he just, his attentiveness, I guess, to her um, was something that I, I noticed about God in this story or Jesus, who is God. Mm -hmm. So um, what about, um, is there anything in here that you said um, speaks to you about us as people or humans? Um, what does it show you about our humanness? Uh, I didn't. Just that... I, we need to follow like his commands um you know like in verse 21 where where jesus you know where jesus says as the father has sent me so i am sending you like we just need to follow like his guidance and i just i feel like we make our own decisions in life and we do our own thing and i don't think that we see like what god really wants for us because we're too busy living life and that we need to stay right in his word and, and in our humanness, you know, falter to the Bible and follow what he says. Like, I don't know. I just, I just feel like, yeah. Yeah. I think I have kind of tied to those two things, but um, to the Mary part, I think is where I was I was just kind of like soaking in on that part um, and just realizing how easy it was for her to miss Jesus. Yeah. Like not like not see him because she obviously saw a person. And again, he spoke to her and she didn't hear his voice in that right away until he called her by name. And I think you know, how easy it is that we get wrapped up into, you know, like she's clearly grieving. Yeah. She's like weeping. Just into herself and her yeah. feelings and can't see. Exactly. You know, and so like I think how easy it is as humans, it's maybe human nature just to kind of get wrapped up in ourselves um, and in that maybe a grieving state or in a, it could even be a joyous state that we're just wrapped up in good things that we are involved in. We miss the picture. Yeah. That we miss the big picture and we miss Jesus in that. Um, and then I think later 
Thomas had kind of a similar Doubt, situation, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Where he was, he kind of missed Jesus in the sense that he wasn't going to believe anybody else's testimony about Jesus being alive until he saw. Until he saw it, yeah. Um, yeah, those are things I caught it too. It's easy. It's easy to doubt. Yeah, you know, it's easy to doubt. Um, but what I, I kind of wonder with Thomas, like. Was he doubting because he didn't believe, or was he doubting because he didn't want to open himself up for, what if it wasn't true, then I have to grieve again, you know? I kind of wondered if that was maybe part of him doubting to protect his heart, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, I think that you might have a good thing there, because um, I don't think, like, I don't know, to me, doubt can mean a lot of different things, right? Yeah. Like, he definitely believed in Jesus, mm-hmm. and he knew who he was. Um, I think some of that is tied to that they weren't quite following that Jesus was the Messiah, and then the old um, testimonies about how or the prophets were saying, right, that He'd have to go through all of this stuff, yeah. and then he'd rise again. Like I think they well, kind of got he was the Messiah. Him, Jesus told him a few times right. what was going to happen, but I, I don't think in our like, humanness we in. can we can understand that. Yeah, I until think it, it just happens. didn't sink in until it became very clear. Yeah, you know. Um, so if we are to look at what we read in. John chapter 20, um, in regards to the resurrection and um, Jesus' appearance to the women, to the disciples, to Thomas. Um, in what we read, is there something that you can say, this is how I will obey, or is this is a, a promise or something that you can grab hold of for the day as we go into our day and um, that we can just really right on our hearts, so to speak, you know, a promise or a truth, um, a way that we can carry that out. Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I just, I kind of feel like this past, this, this passage is, is like a fulfillment of his plan to save us. The Old Testament tells us, you know, God's promise to save us, and the New Testament shows us how he did it, and that death couldn't hold him. And that he's calling our name, and he's sending us just as the Father had sent him. And it just, yeah, just kind of hits home that we're, we're, called, we're called to be sent. And, um, yeah, that's just, and he's calling our name, and he's, you know, he's that compassionate for us, that he's there for us. So, yeah, I just feel like, you know, the Old Testament prophecies, how how it's going to happen. I mean, they, it tells us, and the New Testament fulfills it. And, yeah, that's just powerful. Yeah, I agree. Um, I think what I wrote, uh, and I don't know that the question, how will I obey, necessarily follows, uh, but I just found the way chapter 20 wraps it up, and I feel like this probably could have been the end of John's writing because it sums it up to me pretty well. Um, in verse 30 and 31, we'll close with this. Um, it says, as, as the heading, it says, the purpose of John's gospel. 
verse 30 says this, Jesus performed many other signs in the presence of his disciples, which are not recorded in this book. But these are written that you may believe that Jesus is the Messiah, the Son of God, and that by believing you may have life in his name. I think like that's like a two verse. Yes. Simplify, right? Like the purpose of this book. And I'm sure John probably meant mostly his writing his book. Um, but the entirety, right? It can refer to the entirety of this book, the Bible. The, the one thing that we say is truth was written for the purpose that you and I would know that Jesus Christ was the Messiah, the Son of God. Yeah. And that he came to save us. And like you said earlier, right? The life, death, resurrection was the plan fulfilled. Yeah. Death couldn't hold him. That's right. So we serve a risen king. Um, and as I mentioned earlier, we actually camp out kind of on the resurrection story. So join us again tomorrow uh, to hear from um, another writer. I think it's the Gospel of Luke, if I'm not mistaken, for tomorrow. Um to hear that part of the writing and what what new things we might find in uh, reading through that. Um, Today, I just pray that you will have an awesome Monday. It will not be a typical Monday, which are usually not so great, usually. So I just pray (laughs) that you will feel um, God's love and blessing poured out over you today and have an awesome day, awesome Monday. And uh, join us back here again tomorrow. See ya. See ya. Well, thank you for joining us today for the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast. We hope that today's conversation was helpful for you and encourages you in your daily walk with God. If you have any questions or thoughts to share with us, please email us at info at victorypoint.org. We would love to hear from you.